There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Come on, 915, are you ready for it? Let's go. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God, we ask that you speak now with strength, speak with clarity, speak with power. We're open and we're ready. Make us like antenna today, God. Make sure that everything we're supposed to hear, we hear. Make sure that everything we're supposed to act on, that we act on. Make sure, God, that you get your word to us. You said, and you sent your word, and you healed them. And you sent your word, and your word will not return unto you void. So today, God, our expectation is high everybody shout I'm expecting our expectation is high and we want to see a move of God not just around us but let something move in us this is the last message in this series summer school and we need you to take us all the way up God we need you to take us all the way up God in this building and online can I get you to worship God for five seconds right there like you're expecting five four Three, two. Now in the building, go shake the hand of three people and say you were born for the time you were needed most. Online, tag three people. Online, chat with three people. Online, text this to three people. You were born for the time that you were needed most. Let's go to work. So 
This is the last message in our series, Summer School. I've talked to you so far this month that summer school are courses that are held during the summer months for remedial purposes. And remedial is not a negative word. Remedial gives us two words that are their, in fact, definition. Number one, remedy, which means a remedy means this is the solution to the problem. And for everybody under the sound of my voice, I don't care when you're watching this series. I don't care if you watch it in December, November, October, January, or February. Whatever month you're in, I speak that God's going to bring answers to whatever problems you've had. Whatever has been a riddle in your life, God's going to solve the riddle. For some of you, you're about to find the Jonas that have been on your boat. What do you mean? It's the reason that certain things haven't been working the way that they're supposed to work. For some of you, you're going to find the thought that you've been having that's been blocking you. Because for some, you don't actually have an issue. What you have is what the Bible refers to as the spirit of infirmity. Now, the Bible shows us over and over again that there were certain people that had actual infirmities. They had actual sicknesses they had actual illnesses but then there are some people that jesus encountered where what they had the bible describes as a spirit of infirmity spirit means mindset infirmity means handicap which means their mindset is handicapped there's not actually anything wrong with them and for some of you you're gonna hear me that this series is gonna break you out of the handicap that you've been operating in that you did not have to operate in this series is gonna change your perspective because so for some of you the only thing that needed to change wasn't what you saw but it was the way you were looking at it. The only thing that needed to change was your perspective. Open your mouth, 915, say, and my remedy is coming. But not only does remedial mean remedy, it also means the cure. The cure is the answer to a thing, which means this is the solution. This is the problem. This is going to make sure that what I've dealt with, I never, ever deal with again. If they have a cure to a certain sickness, you take this medicine, and it makes sure that you never have this sickness again. And for some of you all, July has been your medicine month. <laughs> God said, I'm making sure there's some things you're going to have to deal with that maybe don't taste good as you're taking it. But once you take it, you're never going to have that issue again. Once you take it, you're never going to have that struggle again. Once you take it, you're never going to have that problem again. I need to make sure there's faith people in the building and online. What do you mean faith people? People that are expecting that God's true to his word. I need you to open up your mouth. Say, my remedy and my cure are on the way. Now watch me 915, I need you to not put it future tense. We're about to do something supernatural and make it present tense. Say my remedy and my cure are here. Grab a seat, let's go. It not only is for remedial purposes, but summer school is also, listen to me uh, on Facebook, listen to me on YouTube, but it is also for advancement, both professionally and personally. To advance means that you're going to go further, faster. You're going to go further, faster. So you're not just advancing, you're also accelerating. While other people are retreating, make this declaration, say, I'm advancing and accelerating. In the summer months, many people pull back. In the summer months, many people change their schedule. In the summer months, many people are trying to chill. In the summer months, many people are going on vacation. What if I told you in the second half, you're going to build a life you don't need a vacation from? I don't like the way some of y'all are looking at me because don't tell me it's not possible because I know what I live. I wish you'd open up your mouth and make this declaration. Say, in the second half of this year, I'll build a life I don't need a vacation from. So you go ahead and retreat, but I'm about to advance and accelerate. You pull back, but I'm getting ready to press forward. You sit down, but I'm getting ready to stand up. I... Come on, open up your mouth. Say, I'm thankful for summer school. Say it again. Say, I'm thankful for summer school. 
The second thing we've been doing in this series is eliminating unnecessary destruction. Because Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for a lack of what? Knowledge. Which means God says, my people have gifts, they have talents, they have skills, they have abilities, they have faith, they have all of these things. What my people don't have is knowledge. And the problem is you don't know what you don't know until you don't see what you want to see. And so this entire month, we've been making sure that we canceled unnecessary destruction. Because for some of you, you got to hear me, your life cannot be destruction after destruction after destruction after destruction after destruction after destruction after messed up situation after messed up situation after messed up situation. I want to prophesy to those of you whose faith is on 10 like mine, that's me, that the first half harbored your last unnecessary destruction. But you're about to build your life, got to do it quickly. You're going to build your life in this second half in a way where it will not be destroyed, in a way where it will not fall down, in a way where it will not. Come on, open up your mouth say, I cancel unnecessary destruction. So the final summer school lesson. We've been in school all month, y'all. We've been in school all month. We've discovered a lot this month. We've been in school all month. The final summer school lesson for this month is this, that you were born for the time that you were needed most. Say your first name. Say, I was born for the time I am needed most. You couldn't have been born a year before or a year after because you were born for the time that you were needed most. You, watch me. Not only for the time you were needed most, but for the place you were needed most. Hmm. The Bible says in the book of Acts that the Lord set where his people would live, watch me, for a time. And for some of you, I came to tell you that what you were supposed to do, you fulfilled the assignment. Okay. Where you were supposed to do it, you fulfilled the assignment. Y'all better hear me. God says you were born for the time that you were needed most. And Jeremiah chapter 1, Amplified says, before I formed you in the womb. So here it is. You see the womb. You see the womb. God says, you and I knew each other before you were ever in the womb. Hmm. Which means, for all of you who are confused on the subject, uh, watch me. Life does not begin at conception because you existed before your mother ever met your father. Which means it did not matter what anybody on the earth did because you're a spirit. There was no way that you could not get here. You didn't hear what I just said. I need you to stop getting involved in wars with people over different things because God says you have to be here. You have to make sure that you are in the earth because you existed before you ever got a body. Which means even if they would have tried to get rid of you, God said, I get you here through somebody else. Even if they would have tried to shut you down, I'll get you here through somebody else. Touch somebody close to you say, you had to be here. Before I formed you in the womb, which means God says, watch me, I formed you. You, you are the race you are, you're the color you are, you're the height you are, your teeth look the way they do, your feet do what they do. I formed you, which means, watch me, since I formed you, the enemy has been trying to deform you. Get you distracted, get you distorted, get you thinking that you're not this, you're not this, you ain't going to be this, you ain't going to do that. Why are you so dark? Why are you so light? Why are you so this? Why are you so that? Why are you so that? To make you think that something is wrong with you, not realizing he made me for the time I was needed most. Why? I'm, I am fearfully and wonderfully made to do exactly what I was created to do. So there's nothing wrong with me. You just don't understand what I was sent to do. I wish you'd touch somebody and say, I pray that you see what you were formed for. 
You didn't hear what I just said. For some of you, you're going to discover exactly why you're the height you are. You're going to discover exactly why you're the race you are. You're going to discover exactly why you are the way that you are. Why? God says, I formed you. So I wish somebody would try to tell you something's wrong with what I formed. Do it quickly. Look at somebody say, there's nothing wrong. Touch them, please. Say, there's nothing wrong. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Before I formed you in the womb, go back, please. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. We are spirits. That's our subconscious mind. We possess souls. That's our conscious mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. And we live in physical bodies. God says, before I put you in a body, I knew you. The real you. Your spirit. This is why when you're worshiping, have you ever been worshiping and you kind of escaped your body? And you were like, this feels different. But even though it's different, it feels so familiar. I feel like I'm not in my body, but I don't feel like I'm in a strange place. Why? Because I am just being reminded of what I used to do before I ever got a body and got down to the earth. Before I was formed in my mother's womb, he knew me. Somebody say, he knew me. Look at this next part. Now, this is going to make me shout. I have to be very honest with you. I don't know if I'll make it past this point. And some of y'all's faces in this building, I need you to hear me. Your face is about to be in a place where your celebration is about to go to another level. Before I formed you in the womb, everything the enemy has tried to do to deform you, I pray that the fruit of it would be destroyed. Every negative thought he introduced to you, every negative ideology he introduced to you, everything people said to you that was negative about you. Why you think like that? Because I'm supposed to think like that because I think about different things than you. I, I think on a different wavelength. I think on a different frequency. And forgive me for not thinking basic like your bait. I pray that everything that God, that the enemy tried to do to deform you, that in the second half, that it would be completely fruitless, that it would be completely broken, that it would be completely shut down. Please, 915, open up your mouth. Say what the enemy tried to do to deform me is totally canceled. And I'll see it broken off of me in the second half. Thoughts are about to shift. What you used to hate about yourself, you're about to love about yourself. What you used to feel ashamed of, you Let's go. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Somebody shout, he knows me. He knows me. Here's my shout, and I promise, I don't know if we'll get past it. Because I may just run off the stage. And I approved of you as my chosen instrument. Y'all don't know when to shout in this building, so I'll talk to my online family. Which means God gave you his stamp of approval before he ever sent you. Which means who the hell are you to try to disapprove of somebody that God said, I already stamped them with my approval before I ever sent them. Would you please touch somebody on the shoulder and say, God's already approved you. Didn't say that you were perfect, but he approved you. Didn't say you did everything right, but he approved you. Didn't say that you were going to be flawless, but he approved you. Didn't say there were some things that needed to change, but he approved you. Open your mouth, please, and shall God approve me? Doesn't mean, look at me, 
Look at me. His approval of you as his chosen instrument. You ready? Which means God says, I'm not saying there's not some stuff you're going to have to fix. I'm just saying I approved you. I'm not saying that there's some stuff that's going to have to be handled, but I approved you. I'm not saying there's some stuff I'm going to tap that tail about, but I approved you. See, you can, watch me, see, watch me, sons and daughters can be corrected and approved at the same time. Because you can get checked and say, but the check is proof that he loves me. So check me, but you still approve me. And for somebody that the enemy's been trying to tell you, you failed. You made a mistake. Life ain't going to get good for you. I pray that the voice of the enemy would be shut down. Because God says, I approved you before I ever sent you. Which means you were released to the earth only after getting my approval. You were sent to the earth only after getting my approval. So when I approved you, I knew you were going to have some mistakes. I knew you were going to have some failures. I knew you were going to mess up. I knew some things were going to go wrong. But open your mouth and say, but he already approved me before I formed you in the womb which means to get a body you had to be approved um, um, let me fly back to Montgomery to get a body you had to be approved for one I'll talk over here See, you think it's all about this earth. No, that's why the Bible says the wages of sin is what? Death. And the gift of God is eternal life. Because you existed before you ever got a body. And to qualify for a body, you had to go through a test before you got here. So why are you letting the test that you're going through while you're here make you think you... You're not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening. Before I formed you... In the womb, I knew, say your name. And it was at that point that you had to qualify to be sent to the earth. Elbow somebody say, I was approved before I got here. Watch what he says. As my chosen. <laughs> This is why God has to let people unchoose you so that you can see that God still chooses you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need you to fist bump two or three people and say they had to unchoose you. So you see you're still his choice. Oh, he ain't changed his mind about me. You may be dead, but he didn't. And everything he's called and ordained for you to do, you gonna walk it out. West side, walk it out. South side, walk it out. East side, walk it out. North side, walk it out. People may unchoose you. But he said, before you ever got a body, I chose you. As my what? Instrument. What do you do with an instrument? You use it. What do you do in an instrument? You play it until it makes the sound that you want it to make. And when the sound ain't right, you gotta tune the instrument until the instrument makes the sound. Can I tell some of y'all while lately it's been difficult for you to pray, it's been difficult for you to worship, it's been difficult for you to shout, is because the enemy says, I got to shut your sound down. Because if I set your sound down, this means you're not functioning as his instrument. But on three, everybody in the building and online, 
I need you to open up your mouth and release a sound. One, two, three, go. Uh -uh, I need you to put some power behind it. One, two, three, go. Hey, and I'm his instrument. Use me how you want to use me. Get the glory out of my life. I was sent on assignment, not of my own will, but of the will of the Lord. And for God, I'll live. And for God, I'll live better. Because death ain't on the menu for you. Death ain't on the menu for you. Death is not on the menu for you. I rebuke premature death. Open up your mouth, say, I was sent for the time I was needed most. Shout right now. Right now. Right now. Let's go. Before I formed you in the womb, you only form something when it has a purpose. You only form something when it has an assignment. You only form something when there's something you see that you want it to be. If you're forming a ring, you have to pour the metal. You have to heat the metal up, then you have to pour the metal so that you can form the thing that you see it being. When it's molten, it doesn't know what it's about to become. And for some of you, watch me, you, your confusion has been, life, Lord, my life is hot, but I don't see what it is I'm becoming. Lord, it's a whole lot going on, and I don't really see the form of what it is that's going on. But he said, I approved you before I ever sent you. Look at this. Before you were born, I consecrated you. What does this mean? God said, I set you aside. So you would not be a regular smegular. I, the, word, the word consecrate means to set aside. Say he set me aside. Whenever you consecrate something, here, here it is. Let me give you an example. For those of you who grew up uh, potentially in the south, maybe even some Midwest cities, probably as far west as St. Louis. I think that's probably where it stopped. And then you have to skip over and get to like L.A. Okay, you ready? Okay, all right, Chicago, you know, Houston, Memphis, you know, all that. Okay. There were two rooms in every house. There was the, the family room, and that's where everybody could sit. Then there was the consecrated room, which they called the living room, but didn't nobody actually do no living in the... You're going to catch it. Why? Because this furniture is consecrated. Don't come in here sitting on this. That matter of fact, for some of you remember when they left the plastic on the furniture. What if I told you, you ain't even been started. Your plastic's still on. Oh, my God. Would you please encourage somebody next to you? Say, you're just getting started. You're just getting your greatest victories aren't behind you. They are ahead of you. The plastic's still on you. But God's about to unwrap. Do it quickly. God's about to unwrap. Please look at somebody and say, God's about to unwrap me. And before you were born, I consecrated you. So, so in that living room, the furniture was normally cream, white, you know, some, 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 a bright color, right? Okay. It was consecrated, which means they didn't want it stained. And for some of you, who you fought to be around was really a stain. 
So you're like, why didn't this work? God said, because that ninja's a stain. And I don't need them around you. Because when you're consecrated, I don't bring everything and everybody around you. See, they talk about you're just a good girl, you're just a good boy, and try to make you feel like you should have been something else. When the reality is, God says, but that's what I sent you for in the first place. I didn't send you to be in there with everybody just getting the use out of you. I didn't send you out there with everybody. I sent you to be consecrated. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I put you in the living room with the plastic on the furniture. And you know what was always in the living room? A big King James with them praying hands on the front. And depending on where you grew up, that maybe it was a Dr. King fan sitting right next to it with the funeral home on the reverse. You ready? When you would try to go in there, listen, they would say, what y'all doing in there? This is why for some of you all, watch me, your circle has always been tight. Your circle has always been small. Because God says, I only let consecrated people be around consecrated people. So I need you to be, watch me, watch me. Here's what you're going to do on this last Sunday of this month in this series. I need you to lift your hands and thank God for everything that God said. Nope, they can't come around you. Nope, you can't be friends with them. Nope, you can't date them. Nope, you can't marry them. Nope, you can't work with them. Nope, you can't deal with them. Nope, you can't be around them. Lift your hands and say, he set me aside as his own. This is why, for many of you, even when you fell and you ran from him, you'd still be having these little talks with him. Even when you say, I ain't doing church right now, I'm finna be in the club, you'd be in the club to Father in the name of Jesus. How, how, you, how you praying at the club? How you getting people to church and you at the club? you telling people God's about to work it out and you was trying to drop it like it was ready because God says when I set you aside Paul I set you aside is mine God says you don't belong to anybody else I set you aside is mine Look at somebody in the building and don't lie and just say, you're his. <laughs> I told you I didn't know if I get past this one verse. Then he says, watch me, watch me. I have appointed you, which means before I ever got here, when I was with him, he said, I'm forming you a certain way because you're going to reach a certain people. And there are certain people that if you're formed a certain way, you can't reach them. So I'm going to make you the way you need to be to reach who you're sent to reach. See, you trying to be like everybody else. God is like, no, I formed you because of who I sent you to reach. And you ain't going to reach who she reaches. I just need you to elbow somebody close to you and say, I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm Ready? I have appointed you. So before I ever got in a womb, I got an assignment. Assignment was, I appointed you. H how do you appoint me, God? And I'm not even born yet. 
Because your life predated conception. This is why when you live right, your life outlasts death. That's why you can't kill a Christian. That's why the Bible says we sleep. Why? You, the wages of sin is death. You can't kill us. So you cannot scare a Christian with death because the only thing that died was a body, but my spirit lives for. Is it making sense now? I'm almost where I need to go. He said, and I have appointed you. Shout your name. As a prophet to the nations. Now, now, now that was Jeremiah's assignment. Here's what this means for you. Prophet means mouthpiece for God, one who speaks to God or speaks to people on behalf of God, which means this is your assignment. Ready? Your life will say something. Your life is going to speak. And for some of you, this is why you have certain people who can't stand you when they see you is because you didn't have to say nothing, but your life was speaking. You didn't have to open your mouth and say anything. Your life spoke. Watch me. Your aura spoke. Your, they call it energy, but that's your spirit. Your spirit spoke, and it upset all of their demonic spirits. That's why they get an attitude when you show up. It's because the demons are in them and around them can't stand the God that's in you. Would you open your mouth and say, and my life is speaking. But he sent you. Okay, I got to move. If I, if I stay there, we won't get past it. You're not going to have to prove to anybody God is with you. Your life will speak it. In the book of Acts, Paul was bitten by a snake. And they said to him, you couldn't really be a man of God because if you're really a man of God, why did God let this snake bite you? You, you couldn't really be who you say you are because why did God let this snake bite you? Which means the more anointed you are, the more snakes you have. I'll wait. Look, look at the neighbor and say, but I'm a snake tamer. Tell him I'm a snake tamer. So, so there's a viper, and vipers are heat-sensing snakes. So the Bible is very specific, uh, YouTube, very specific Facebook to tell you the type of snake. It senses the heat. Which means the only thing that attracted the snake to Paul in the first place in the book of Acts was that he was already hot. Mm. Which means the enemy senses about you what you don't know because you're it. Okay, I'm going to say it again. The enemy senses about you what you don't know because you're it. I'll say it a third time. I'm waiting on the building to get it, but I'm going to have to move on. You don't even know you hot because you are the thing that is hot. And I'm not just talking about physically attractive. I'm talking about God is so with you. You don't even know that you're hot. And the snakes was attracted to your heat. I wish you'd encourage somebody next to you and tell them, say, you already hot. A viper, Stephanie, is attracted to the heat. It can't see. And this is the dangerous thing about making yourself in opposition to God is you don't see. It's a dangerous thing to mess with a child of God because what you think you see, you don't see because you can't see. Vipers can't see. So they have to use these, they have to use these specialized uh, uh, organs that sense heat. So, so, so the viper comes out, it bites Paul. And Paul is like, do you know what I've been through? And, and I don't know who needs to say this in this building, but you've been letting this little stuff mess with you. I just need you to remind yourself of what you've been through. Wait a minute. I need to check the praise in the building. For every survivor in this building and online where you can say, I've been to hell and back, but I'm still here 
I need you to open up your mouth and worship God for five seconds right there. Five. Come on, YouTube. Four. Come on, YouTube. Three. Come on, YouTube. Somebody shout, I'm still here. So, so the viper comes up and, it, and the Bible says it latches its, its, its hand, or latches its, its fangs onto Paul's hand. But because it's a viper, it doesn't, it, watch me, because it's a viper and it attaches itself to Paul's hand, because Paul was what? Hot already. Okay. So you think God's about to make you hot. What you don't realize is that the people you've dealt with, you always been hot. That's why some of them dropped you. It was too hot. And if you can't handle the heat, get your out the kitchen. You ready? I'm going to where I'm going. I'm going to where I'm going. So, so the viper bites him. And when the viper bites him, they all look at him like, ooh, God is mad at him. God's about to get him. He's supposed to be the man of God. God is going to get him. And the natives are looking at him. They're like, we expect him to die. He won't survive this bite. Look, look at your neighbor and say, they were expecting you to drop dead. Say, but surprise. I don't know who needs to do this, but you need to do this in the spirit so the enemy knows. You bit me with your best bite. But ninja, I'm still standing. I dare you to just pop up out of your seat and do your hands like this. Say, I'm still standing. Cancer tried to take you, but you're still standing. Sickness tried to take you, but you're still standing. Family drama tried to take you, but you're still standing. Open your mouth shut, but I'm still standing. Let's go. Look at me. Because whenever you have an ass assignment, it comes with assassins. Oh, we're going to. Whenever you have an assignment, it comes with assassins. So I'm going somewhere. Because, because, because look at me, 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 look at me. Say, my life will speak. The viper bites Paul. And they're looking at him. He's going to die. He's going to die. It's over for him. He's done. How they going to do this? How they going to do that? Paul takes the viper, looks at it, and he's like, I've been stoned before. I've been lied on before. Come up with better lies next time, because this ain't even creative enough. Come up with something more elaborate. Like, go pray before you lie. Come up with something better than this. Come up with better rumors than this. I've been called worse by better. Ready? He, he says, you don't know who I am. Before I was born, Alpha and Omega, King of Kings. Do you not understand who my daddy is? I have what's called Christian privilege. My daddy will whoop your daddy's behind. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Sometimes you got to learn how to die. Look, this ain't even a fight between me and me. Your mama, y'all ain't going to say nothing because my daddy will whoop your head into the white meat. This is feeling like an 1115 anointing. 
You ready? Come on, we got to go. I got 10 minutes. We got to go. Ready? He, 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 he looks at it. He's like, you don't even understand. He said, you think you're going to be, you're going to do this to me? He takes, he walks over to the fire that he started. Which means I'm going to devour you. Watch me. Not by fighting you, but by focusing on what I'm building. Oh, my God. I built this fire, and I'm going to keep adding to this fire. For some of y'all, stop putting your attention on your snake. Shake them off and go keep building. I need you to just touch three people say, get to building, get to building, get Get to building your credit back. Get to building your finances back. Get to building your money back. Get to building your business. Get to building yourself. Get back to building. Paul goes over to the fire that he, that he starts. He shakes the snake off in the fire. And they're like, he's about to die. They're like, he's about to fall down and die. This is over for him. But somebody say, but I have an assignment. What bit you? Was it your family that bit you? Because they bite the most. Was it somebody that you helped? Because they bite the most. See, to bite me, you had to get close to me. Which means this wasn't a fiery dart that came from a distance. You had to get close to do this. Look at your neighbor say, what bit you? I don't like the way they said it. Say, it, say it to somebody else. Say, what bit you? Well, I got that in the comments. We're almost to where we're going. But I have an assignment. Paul is like, and I'm not done with it. He shakes the snake off. They're like, it's, he's about to die. It's over for him. I want to make an announcement to every person that's ever eulogized you while you were still above ground. That ever thought that, ooh, it's over for her. It's over for him. It's over for them. They won't recover from this bite. How they going to make it? What if I told you that God is about to upset He's about to upset their forecast. They had you in the coffin and buried, but you're about to pop up. Come on, say, my life is going to speak. Look at me. Paul never said to them, this is who I am. His life spoke for itself. Because when they saw that he didn't swell up and die, they went from saying he must be cursed to saying this must be God. And for everybody that's felt like, watch me, the bite may have been painful, but the bite is not going to take you out. The bite is not going to break you because you have an assignment. And I pray and prophesy that despite the assassins that have come against your assignment, you will fulfill your assignment. Please open up your mouth 915 and make this declaration. Say, my life is going to speak for itself. You ain't going to have to show them you're a millionaire. They're going to figure it out themselves. You ain't going to have to show them that God is with you. They're going to look at your life and they're going to see they messed with the wrong one. Tell somebody, say, your life is about to speak. No, tell them, say, your life is about to speak. Say, your life is about to speak for itself. You ain't going to have to defend yourself to nobody. You're not going to have to explain yourself to nobody. Check the fruit. Check the fruit. Check the fruit. 
check the. Let's go. So I got six minutes. So when he sent you, he sent you with something. Say, what did he send me with? Luke 17, 21. For indeed, the kingdom of God is what? Within you. So I sent you with something. I didn't send you with an assignment and not equip you to fulfill the assignment. So I sent you with something, and the something is called the kingdom. Where is it? Somebody say, where is it? Come on, go with me in the back. Say, where is it? I'll tell you exactly where it is. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11 says, he has put eternity, which means heaven, into what? Into man's heart. What is your heart? This means your mind or internally, which means God says, I put something in you to help you when you're here. I put something in you to help you when you're here. I put something in you to help you when you're here. I put something in you to help you when you're here. I put something in you to help you with you here, which means you're looking for help out here, but I already put it. I put something in you to help you while you're here. Please open your mom 915. Say he put something in me. To help me while I'm here. So what did he put in you? The kingdom. So I got to get this here real fast because I got five minutes. The kingdom is heaven's attributes in the earth. God says, when I sent you, I sent a piece of heaven. I don't like your silence. When I sent you, I sent a piece of heaven to the earth. Because the goal is not to die to get to heaven. The goal is to turn the earth to make it look like heaven. Earth means, watch me, in Greek, it's this word G-E, which means your life. Which means, watch me, I can't make everything look like it, but I can make sure my life looks like it. Say heaven's attributes in the earth. Romans 14, 17. It says, for the kingdom of God is not an eating and drinking, but righteousness. This means right with God and right to God and good character. There are certain things that are right to you and God says it's disgusting to me. Miriam and Aaron, the way they, they, way they handle Moses, they thought it was acceptable because they felt, well, this is what we want to do. And God says, I'm always on the side of the leader, so I'll never side with you. You're out of line. You're out of order. It's disrespectful. It's dishonorable. That's not good to me. That's not good for me. I ain't with that. So what did he do? He made her a leper. He said, you're going to feel bad for these next seven days until you get your little attitude together. But the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, which means it's right with God and it's right to God. And it means your character is good. Say, Lord, give me good character, which means you do what you say you're going to do. It means you're dependable. It means you're reliable. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It just means when we make mistakes and your character's right, I apologize. I made a mistake. That's my error. Look at somebody say, never be afraid to apologize. Righteousness, then here's the kingdom. Watch me. Peace. Peace is this word on my shirt. Shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is well. And joy. Joy means to be glad and great. So pay attention. God says, I put in you the ability to do things that are right with me and right to me and your character to be good. I put in you shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is well. Which means your peace is going to manifest from the inside out, not from the outside in. And then I gave you joy. Joy means you're going to be glad and great, which means glad is an emotion, which means the kingdom is the ability to pick the emotions based on the, uh, watch me, based on what you want it to be, not what the circumstance says it should be, which means you can get bad news and pick your emotion and say, but this is good news to me because I'm about to see a miracle. I wish you would sit next to somebody. I only got three minutes. I wish you would sit next to somebody that would make this declaration and say, I'll pick my own emotion. I 
You think I should be sad about it? I'm shouting about it. You think I should have my head down? I got my head up. You think that I should be walking around looking sad, looking mad, looking dusty road? But instead, I say, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be made glad in him. I will. That's the Lord at all times. And Somebody say, and I'm glad about it. Watch me. He says, I've given you righteousness, peace, and joy. These are the attributes. These are heaven's attributes in the earth. Number two, the kingdom is God's modus operandi, how God does things. Isaiah 55, 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God says, I don't do it the way you do it. I know you're going to your little eight ball trying to see. I know you're looking at your little horoscope trying to see. I know you're asking other people what they're trying to see. Who remembers this? Okay, wait a minute. They got something else too, though. These are my favorite two things. These are my favorite two things. Everybody know that store that was in the mall that had them little gadgets? Now, there's a different type of store now. They didn't change over the years, but years ago, they just had these little fun little things. That's, I walked past it the other day, and I, wa- I walked in. I said, oh, my God, I didn't know what this was. So y'all's inventory has changed. Some of y'all looking like, what is he talking about? Do not worry about it. Just take my word for it. Who remembers this, though, where you touch it, and then it goes to this used to be my favorite thing in the world. So when I walked out and saw my props today, I said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Which means God says, I'm not going to do it the way you think I should. And I'm not going to consult you. I don't care what you think. You know the problem with today's Christian is that these songs, all these worship songs, they're really not worship. They're really idolatry. He's chasing after me. Chase after him. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff, it's really idolatry. It's not really about God. It is about them. It has become self-centered and self-focused, and it's crept in, and it's interesting. But, but the truth is, God does not have to consult you. He doesn't have to ask, how do you feel about this? Say, so his ways are higher than mine. Which means it may not feel good in the moment, but it's going to be good in your lifetime. Because his ways aren't like our ways. Watch me. He says, as far as heaven is from the earth, my ways are not like your ways. They're higher and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So the kingdom that he put in you is God's MO. It's the way he does things. Y'all go with me. Uh, Thirdly, here's the kingdom. It's becoming who God says you are and possessing what God says you can. Say, I'm becoming. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Toward you means I'm not against you. You know what gets me about many Christians is that, that their imagery of God is like he's trying to get them. And I just don't understand why you think it'd be hard for him to get you. Like if he's trying to get you, he could just say, I'm done, and you die. Like he, does, he, doesn't have to, he doesn't have to orchestrate. This isn't like Final Destination where he's got to orchestrate a whole lot of stuff going on and you got to get on a roller coaster and somebody's camera got to get on the He ain't got to do all of that. He could just be like, I'm done with you. Bye. There was one time God was done with somebody in the scripture. And the Lord says, the Lord, you ready for this? Say, go deep, Bishop. I'll give you some Wednesday. I'm going to give you some Wednesday material on a Sunday morning. There was one time God was done with a particular ruler. He said, I'm done with them. He said, I'm over them. I'm done with them. He speaks to the angels. He says, who will go for me? Who will go for me? Who will go for me? One of the angels stood forward. One of the angels said, we'll go. And he said, tell me how you're going to get this king because I'm, I'm done with him. It's a sad thing when God says, I'm done with you. How do you know he's not? He keeps correcting you. 
if you're not convicted when you're out of order, you might, you, you might, it's, it's, a, it's that's a sad day. If you're not convicted when you're wrong, it's a sad day because that means God says, I withdrew my help. Is there anybody in the building or online where you can thank God that he has not withdrawn his help? Because the moment you do something wrong, you'd be like, Father in Jesus' name. He doesn't condemn you. He convicts you. He doesn't say you're so bad. He says, you better come on up and do better. Look at your neighbor and say, do better. He says, who will go for us? One of the angels steps forward and said, I'll go. He says, what are you going to do? He said, listen to me. He says, I will become a lying prophet. And he said, and I will go get in his prophets. And I will lie to him and tell him that he's God's choice. I will lie to him and tell him his disorder is right. I will lie to him and tell him. And the Lord says, sound like a good plan to me. Go get him. And the Lord, listen to me carefully. I don't know why I'm going this direction. Somebody in this building, somebody, every time I come back from a trip, y'all already know. Because I had a few days to hear more clearly. You ready? Hear me. There are some people that have been in your ear that have been calling your wrong right. Is that you? They've been calling your wrong right. You got to hear me. And what, what, the, what the ruler didn't even realize is that it was the Lord that let a false prophecy come forward to make him feel justified in his error. And God says, I will take this opportunity now to take him out. Here's what you're going to worship God for, that he's still convicting you when you're wrong. Come on, y'all. He's still convicting us. He'll say, son, now you know you need to get that together. You're my daughter. I'm not condemning you. I am convicting you. Lift your hands in the building and say, and I know that he loves me because he keeps chastising me. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Say, my future looks good. Come on, I'm over time, so we got to close it. Say, my future looks good. So let's recap. He sent you to the earth with an assignment. You had an assignment before you were ever in the womb, which means you were living before you ever had a body. When he sends you to the earth, he puts something in you to fulfill the assignment. What's that called? The kingdom. What's that called? Say, that's in me. So the question is, how do we access it? How do I get what's in me to come out of me? Acts 14, 22, and we out. Acts 14, 22, and we out. We must, which means there is no other way. There is no other way. We must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. You missed it. So let me slow it down, 915. I need you to move quicker so that I can get to where I'm going. Got too much to do today, okay? You ready? We must say there is no other way. Not through one tribulation, not through two, three, four, uh uh-uh, many. Enter the kingdom of God. Well, now, where is the kingdom? Luke 17, 21, in you, which means the access was in you. I got to put you through tribulation. 
to access what's in you, I got to send you not through one tribulation, but multiple tribulations. This is why you felt like my whole life I've been fighting. You have been, but it's not to punish you. It's to pull something up out of you. I wish you'd shake somebody's hand. Say, he's pulling the kingdom out of you. I don't like the way they said it. Shake somebody else's hand. Say, he's pulling the kingdom out of you. Say, he's pulling the kingdom out of you. That's it right there. Say, he's pulling the kingdom out of you. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, he's pulling the kingdom out of me. What does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? We must, God says, there is no other way. Through many tribulations. What does tribulations mean? Internal pressures. Why is it internal pressure? To push it out. Why is it internal pressure? To push it out. Why have you been confused about some stuff? To push it out. Why you had all this stuff going on in your mind? To push it out. Why have you sometimes even felt like he forsook you? To push it out. And I need you to look at somebody and say, I need you to push it out. Tell them and say, push it real good. You want to know what tribulation means? No good options. Because I'm going to give you a situation where you don't have, there are no good options. You have options, but ain't none of them good. You have, what does good mean? Good is relative, predicated upon who's looking at it. Which means if it's not a good option, it's, it's, it's not good to me. I'll do it, but I don't want to do it like that. I'll do it, but I don't want to do it like this. I do it, but that's not a good option to me. If all you got is hamburgers, but I want a chicken sandwich, I'll take a hamburger, but that ain't really what I want. That ain't a good option to me. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. So tell me what you want. What you, okay, stop. Okay, we got to go. I'm way over time. I'm way over time. And that's all I know from that song. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. <laughs> I don't know. We have to go in the spirit. We have to go. We have to go in the spirit. Cause I don't know what she's saying. But the song says, "If you wanna be my lover, gotta get with my friends." That's all I know. I don't even know. <laughs> come on, let's be spiritual. <laughs> come on, come on, you two. You ready? Say, there is no other way. We must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. The word enter. Now, where is the kingdom at? In you. Amen. Which means to access what's in you. God says, I have to give you pressure. We're no good options. But look at what enter means. Look at what enter means, Tony. It means to arise by going through. What do you mean arise? What do you mean arise? When you go through these tribulations, they're going to knock you down. Ooh, come on. All right. It's good. That boy good. All right. Very dramatic. I, I was really about to try to help him out. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on, man. Everybody look at me. 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 How do you know God's about to pull something out of you? Because you felt like what just happened to me knocked the wind out of me. What just happened to me felt like it's got me in a, watch me, in a position of weakness instead of strength. But watch me. The Bible says, but you are going to arise. 
How you gonna get up? Because I've decided I'm gonna go through this. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. But I decided that whatever is ahead of me, I gotta walk on through it. Come on, y'all. Look at somebody say, walk on through it. It may be a storm, but I'm walking through it. It might be painful, but I'm walking through it. It might be difficult, but I'm walking through it. I may have to cry sometimes, but I'm walking through it. I may want to give up sometimes, but I'm walking through it. Would you please fist bump three people? Say, walk, 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 walk. Say, walk, 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 walk. Say, walk, 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 walk. I'm going through this. And when I come out, I'm going to be better. And when I come out, all things are working together for my good. Now, don't wait until the battle is over. But I need somebody to shout now. Shout now. Shout now. Shout now. I'm going through it. To get to it, I'm going through it. To get to it, stand on your feet, everybody, and release a praise. Go. Yeah. 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 Watch me walk through it. Watch me walk through it. Watch me walk through it. I need you to just start stepping in the building and don't lie. I'm walking through it. It may be difficult, but I'm walking. It may be painful, but I'm walking. You may want to quit, but you're walking. You may want to stop, but you're walking. Get up YouTube and walk. Get up Facebook and walk. Get up on the app and walk. On Twitter, get up and walk. You gotta get up and walk. You gotta, you gotta get up and, we gotta get up and, we gotta get up and, we gotta get up and, I gotta get up and, put to somebody, you got to get up and, 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 Hey, we got to get up in. Now put a shout in the building. Go. Walk. 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 We got to stop. Stand in the building. Everyone. We must, through many, for every person who said, when am I going to get a break? Look at me. You're not. Let me just take that up off of you. You're going to have to learn how to walk. You have been going to the airport, and uh, last few days, these airport, well, not the airport, this particular airline. Was testing me. I said, son, you don't want to test me. I'm the teacher. 
But you ever been trying to get somewhere quick at the airport? Or get somewhere quickly, you're trying to run to a meeting? And you, pay attention. You got your little drink. You got your little snack. But, but you got to hurry up and get somewhere. So you're trying to. Uh-uh, y'all looking at me like you ain't never done it. Some of y'all, that's why you was late coming in the church. You was trying to fi- finish your chicken biscuit in the car. Right. Let me just get four bites. I got the Holy Ghost. I got the Holy Ghost. When I say something on accident, it be on purpose. <laughs> you ready? You, you trying to move real fast? You trying to walk fast? And you're getting, trying to open your drink, and, and then you try to stop. You try to back up because your shirt white, but your drink red. You're like, I can't get none of this. But your shoes are a little too far out, and you get a little splash on the shoe. You see how I'm standing? Look, look. Look at me. You're going to have to walk and refresh at the same time. Did you hear me, 915? You're like, God, can I just have a day? Yeah, get up and walk. Keep it moving. Well, I just want to stay in bed all day. Your future is too big for you to sit at the house all day. I'm just so depleted because you ain't walking. Why would your body produce energy for something you don't need? Some of you, you have no energy because you do nothing when you have it. Ready? People say to me, Bishop, you just need to slow down. I'd be like, you need to move faster. I don't want to hear nothing about what you got to say. Keep your little opinion. You can say it. I just ain't hearing you. Bishop, you move so fast. Bishop, you woke up, you did this. And you preached, and then you did this, 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 and then, and then sometimes they'll be like, where you at? I'm in the gym. They say, sir, you just preached three times, four times. You just preached 400,000 times. You just did all this. Now you're in the gym. I said, then I got to get on a call. Then I go, are you doing so much? Mm-mm. I'm walking. Because sometimes, watch me. You're going to have to fight to keep yourself replenished. But somebody say, but I'm walking. Say, but I'm walking. Arise by going through. Father, seal what you've just released into us, your people. Father, you took me a whole nother direction. This is not how we're supposed to end this. Which means this is how you wanted to end this. Seal, lock this in us. Now what you place in us, there's only one way it comes out. Shout many tribulations. Well, we walk on. I pray for those of you who feel like you're walking by yourself. Grab somebody next to you. Grab somebody's hand in the building. Please grab somebody's hand. Online, if there's nobody there, stretch your hand towards me. I got you. Online, stretch your hand towards me. It can feel tough when you feel like you're walking alone. There's nobody walking with me. And I pray that just like your neighbors got your hand, that God would let you know you are not walking alone. As your shepherd, I got your hand. 
You got other people praying for you and that believe in you. You're going to win. You're going to make it to your destination. You will not fail. You will not fall. You will not falter. And if you stumble, you will get back up. Just squeeze that hand and say, you're not by yourself. Say, I'm praying for you. Tell them, say, I pray the strength of God for you. Through many tribulations. You got this. Heads about eyes closed. You can drop that hand. Actually, would you do me this favor? Would you just actually keep holding it? Would you just keep holding it? Because for somebody, I heard the Lord say, he's about to release healing. And I'm not going to touch you, but I'm going to speak it, and it's going to hit somebody's hand. In this building, and no line. Stretch your hands towards me, Facebook, YouTube, app, website. Heads about eyes closed. If you're in this building, you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, or online. Today's your day. God's coming to get you today. He changed the whole composition of this message for somebody because somebody put a demand on the Holy Ghost today. And the Holy Ghost said, I'm going to tell you, make this word to be exactly everything you need to hear. So today, if that's you, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, be sure. When I count to three, you're going to do the hand with emoji or say it's me online. In the building, you're going to slip that hand up. You can, in the building, if you need to drop the hand to the person next to you to slip it up, you do that. But I just need them to feel somebody holding their hand. Because I, I literally see healing manifesting right now. I see healing manifesting right now. I see healing manifesting right now. I see blood clots drying up right now. Roto basha yanda roto sheke yanda basaya roto yanda rabasaya. I see blood issues drying up right now. In Jesus' name. You become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure. On three, slip that hand up. One, two, three. Slip it up in the building online. Do the hand with your emoji. Or say it's me. Do that hand with your emoji. Or say it's me. We got to go. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Come on, say it, y'all. Say, thank you for dying for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, recommitted yourself to the Lord, take your phone out, scan the QR code or text Harvest to 55498. Let us know that you just prayed that prayer. We want to get you a message called What Next? Now that you've given your life to the Lord, what do you need to do next? Some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd. You can live in Denver, Atlanta, anywhere across America, around the world. We're hybrid church. The majority of harvesters have never been in a building, but they knew something was special about the connection between me as their shepherd and them. The Bible says God gives you shepherds after his own heart and so that's a spiritual connection which means i don't have to i don't have to touch that man to know that that's my the man of god god's assigned me to I, all i got to do is hear and the bible makes it clear he'll give you shepherds after his own heart wherever you're at if you want to be a part of the harvest family come on get in where you fit in bishop i'm not a church person great you'll be easier to teach listen no prior church experience is necessary i don't care if you and jesus went to school i don't care if you just heard jesus you just figured out his name one jesus today There's a certain part of Denver when you drive past a certain part, the signs on the windows change. And it goes from, you know, cheeseburger to hamburguesa y queso. Some of y'all just figured out today that his name wasn't Jesus Cristo. That's all right. That's whatever it is. What's the point you're making, Bishop? The point I'm making is, is it doesn't matter your background. 
We're concerned about your future. It doesn't matter your mistakes. We're concerned about your future. And you can do that. Text Harvest to 55498 or scan the QR code. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Once you get over across federal, the signs change. And you better speak the tongue. One time I was saying, I need to pull up my Google Translate. Because I'm still learning Spanish. But y'all, stretch your hands. Say, Lord, help him finish his Spanish lessons. Come on. I may not be where I want to be. But I can thank God I ain't where I used to be. I knew hamburgueso y queso. Courtesy of the Burger King sign. Listen, if you came in late and you weren't able to give, get your giving ready. I love you, 915. I love you, I love you, I love you. Get your giving ready if you came in late. Get your tithes, offerings, first fruits ready. If you're going to sow the seal, I want you to get that ready. But so what is sowing the seal? When the word speaks life into you, we sow in it. May of 2022, the Lord told me that he would begin to have us to sow every experience, and we would name that seed. Y'all heard the praise report that just came in. And I want to challenge everybody. Here's our seed today, and it's from Isaiah 55. That's our seed. My ways and my thoughts are higher. 55 is our seed at this 915. Say, Bishop, I don't have 55. Get as close as you can to it. What is five? It's double grace. It's double grace. It's double grace. How can you sow? And the name of the seed, you're just going to call this your, your assignment seed. Because you were sent on assignment. That's why you couldn't die. Your assignment's not complete. Paul, when he exited the earth, he said, I'm poured out like a drink offering. Paul said, everything I had to give to the earth, I gave it. Jesus said, you can't take my life. I fulfill my assignment. I'm giving it. When you're, when you're sent on assignment, no one can take anything from you. It's part of your assignment. Nobody can use you. It's part of your assignment. I'm an instrument. I'm supposed to. You ready for this? I'm supposed to be played. You didn't use me. He needed to get a sound out of me that blessed you. That's a whole revelation for somebody. Okay, how can you sow? Use the cash app, dollar sign, bishop form with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Givelify. Hello at harvestchurch.church. Text to give. That's the way I used to give. That's what you just saw me do. Text them out to 84321. Tap the link in a harvest search and you see the V. That's where you want to be. I love you. Lift your giving to the Lord in the building and online. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm a faithful giver, therefore I flourish. I seal my assignment in the earth. I was born for the time that I was needed most. That's right here and right now in Jesus' name. Amen. The bastards are passing at Grape Street online. Again, you can scan the QR code or use Cash App. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, with the number two. Uh, listen, since it's so close to the 1115, I'll be down front to meet and greet you for just a couple of minutes, just a couple of minutes, and then I'll get you after the 1115. Wow. 55. That's our seed. So, Bishop, I don't have 55. Get as close as you can to it. But everybody gets some seed in the ground. You can't expect a harvest if you don't have seed in the ground. While I was ministering the last couple of days before I went, <clears throat> I, I intentionally prayed some things. I said, God, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. This is what I need. I'm going to poor, but these are some things I want from my poor. So God gave me an opportunity to get a very significant seed in the ground. I sowed the seed on Friday. I was the first one in the line. I jumped off that stage and, uh, and got in that line, first one to sow it. I'm there as a guest. I was the first one to sow it. 
By the next morning, I had it back double. Okay. All right. Just elbow somebody close to you say, and your seed is fighting for you. Harvest, I can't wait to read your praise reports. I can't wait to see you debt free. All right, let's do it together, everybody. Say love God, love people, and love life. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Mm, car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.